everyone. Um, welcome to the last episode of the fourth season of Bring the Virtual Balance from the Office of Health and Wellness at Brew College. My name is Nisha and I am joined with a fellow pause peer mentor, Isabella. Hi everyone, my name is Isabella and Nisha and I are very glad to have been your host this season and um, we were able to have some great conversations this semester and we hope you enjoyed them as much as we did. As PAUSE, which stands for Peers Advocating for Wellness Service, for Wellness Services, we want to encourage healthy lifestyle choices, and that was exactly the goal for the past episodes. We relate all of our episodes, but also all of our choices, and that was exact all of our other programming that we do all year round to the dimensions of the wellness wheel, which are emotional, intellectual, spiritual, occupational, social, environmental, and physical. So to recap, um, during our first episode with Sharia Taparia, uh, who is the president of Women in Business, um, we hit the intellectual and occupational components. So the intellectual component um, relates to nurturing your creativity and curiosity, and the occupational um, relates to building a good work ethic that leads to a satisfying career in the future. Um, during the conversation with Sharia, who is the president of Women in Business, we talked all about maintaining a good work ethic, creating a work-life balance, and preventing burnout. Um, and I think that this podcast was very, um, very informative in terms of how much you talked about um, balancing your professional and your personal life. I feel like as college students, that's very um, essential for you to know, um, as a lot of people are struggling with it on campus. Yeah, personally, I really like talking about burnout because I feel like, especially this semester, I've experienced a lot of burnout and it was hard for me to, you know, like combine working and going to class and now everything's switching to in person and I feel like Shari was the, per the the perfect person to learn from because she is so great at like multitasking and doing all those things and like succeeding in it so I really I feel like I could have I could I, I learned a lot from her and I admire her work ethic and I definitely started using a google calendar <laughs> since she told me about it she like schedules everything like her like free time too, like going out with friends, she schedules that too. So I think I learned a lot from her and I think I was able to deal with my burnout better since talking with her and like I'm not as overwhelmed. So I was really um, grateful to talk to her. I definitely agree. I feel like um, it just creates a lot more structure, just even like scheduling personal things as well we have a lot of us like don't even think that okay like maybe we should put this on our calendar but it does interfere with um, our normal um, daily activities so during our second episode we spoke with Samantha, uh, Samantha who is the president of beauty in all sizes which is our bias on brew college in the brew college campus and in this time we hit different emotional components of the wellness wheel which relate to maintaining your emotional health by living a balanced life um so during the conversation with samantha we took a bit of a different route than with sharia since sharia was so structured with samantha we kind of went more rogue and talked about like emotions and like our well-being 
And um, so what we discussed was confidence, self-love, and being objective when it comes to social media. And we also talked about the impact of social media um, on our daily lives and our self-esteem. And I really was able to, like, while talking, and, you know, I was, like, giving my own thoughts. But then, like, in the middle of our conversations, I was having so many, like, revelations. And I was like, wow, you're right. Or, like, yeah, I should really, like, do that in my own life. And I, I, I've never considered myself a confident. or like um, well, I think you're cutting out sorry can you hear me now a little bit yeah it, it cut out for a little bit okay so what I was saying was um, I never considered myself a very confident person but after talking with Samantha I was able to learn like different ways of like confidence and it's not that it's not just looks and how I feel about myself but also like how I am and that I can be like true to myself and still like feel good about my personality and um I really enjoyed talking about social media because I get really caught up in social media and especially Instagram like I can scroll for hours and like look at all these girls or like what they're doing there's like all these people that are traveling and I feel bad about myself but then like realizing that everything's curated and it's not like the real life. Everything is like highlights of their life. It was very important for me and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I definitely agree with that. I feel like um, that podcast was, it, it definitely took a different um, route in conversation because we spoke about things that were a little bit taboo. Um, I really liked how we were talking a lot about um, how like being healthy doesn't always mean like shapes and sizes it could also it predominantly is just how you feel because how you feel is what makes you move from one place to another um, and we put more focus on um, how our body functions rather than how it looks and how we should be grateful for that because a lot of people can't even like move their feet they can't even like get to one place to the other um, and I think, like, in Samantha's podcast, we put a lot of priority in, like, emphasizing how important it is to be healthy for the right reasons. Because when we're on Instagram, just like okay. Bella said, like, you know, we spend a lot of time on Instagram. We spend a lot of time on TikTok. And we get, like, very brainwashed um, with how we're supposed to look. And, you know, we also spoke about, um, just mentioning TikTok, we also spoke about how you can use TikTok uh, for so many different purposes. Um, it's starting to really broaden up now um, to just a much better social network. Um, we learn about uh, such a variety of things on TikTok these days. For me, like I'm seeing things about the Johnny Depp trial. I'm seeing things about um, like different insecurities that people are embracing and like um, just a lot of educational things that you wouldn't have thought that um, social media would even show you. For sure. Curating your own feed is something that is such a useful thing. Like, I used to consume social media kind of mindlessly. Like I would just watch whatever's being posted and not really like put any thought into it. But now that I like know that you can really pick what you want to see, like if I don't like something or if I think that it's like not serving me, I'll just click on the thing that says like, don't show this to me. Or like, I just won't engage with it. 
and the things that I do enjoy that like, I don't know, I like watching like psychology stuff. So whatever, if I see like a psychology video or something like that, I'll like it or like I'll comment something. And then those social media platforms will be more like they will promote that those kinds of videos to me and then you know you can use social media to your own advantage like i use it for like gym videos too like gym like workouts that you can do so social media doesn't have to be demonized which i you know i went through a phase of demonizing it and being like oh i hate social media like it's terrible for you it doesn't have to be terrible it's just like what you make of it yeah, um, I was also going to say that I went through that phase as well, where I got a little overwhelmed with the things that I was seeing on social media, because, you know, my body naturally started changing a lot. So um, going on social media just wasn't the best for me, because like the the feed that I curated was seeing like all these models and like, and even just simply like seeing gym videos, like that made me feel bad about myself because um, I would be like, wow, like, how are people getting this like motivation to like get up and go? But I feel like... Um, if you really try to curate it in like towards how you feel in the moment, like, okay, like maybe this isn't the best for me. Maybe I should, you know, change it up a bit, like being comfortable with um, pushing yourself a little harder into curating something that's a bit different for you. So for me, like I recently booked a ticket to Iceland and like how I got that was because yeah, like I, I saw it on social media. So I'm like, okay, like let me use this to create my bucket list. You know, social media can have its benefits, but it all depends on how your willpower, like how strong your willpower is to use it for good purposes, you know? And yeah. I think that takes like, that takes a lot of understanding of yourself because like, if you, if you know that, okay, like I'm not the most disciplined person, I'm very easily influenced, then try to like take, like purposely try to take things out and try to put things in. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, Oftentimes, I use, like, Instagram for, like, recipes or, like, cooking stuff like that. But, you know, it gets – sometimes it gets, like, hard to not get caught up in it. Like, I'll look for a recipe, and then, like, an hour later, I'll find myself, like, scrolling through mindless, like, stupid stuff. But, you know, it's a skill, and we don't have to – we don't also have to, like, really – be so hard on ourselves for not being perfect at it because it's a skill and you know we're we're all learning but i to summarize i really like talking to samantha and she really opened my eyes to all these different things and like how we can use the things that i thought were bad for you to our benefit yeah i i feel like even um i just actually heard a recent um group of freshmen actually that just walked past before I started this podcast and they were like kind of sort of bragging about how um, like they were doing a competition like oh you know I, I didn't use Instagram for six months no I didn't use Instagram for 10 months like um, I was able to go on a three-month streak with it and I feel like it's just it's becoming this thing where um, so many people are like they think it's cool to just like let it go you know delete it off of your Instagram like you know take like a social media break and like go through um like a detox but like I understand that like I, I completely understand if it's truly what you want but like I feel like a lot of people are doing it for like purposes of saying that you did it like doing it because you know your friends are talking about it like at, at some point I'm like damn like my friends are saying about how they're like they deleted Instagram off of their phone. Let me do the same thing. Um, and I feel like this podcast with um, Samantha really brought um, a lot of awareness 
with the power of social media. It's not just like it hits at your insecurities, you know, it makes you too caught up. You started, it becomes very time consuming. I feel like we needed this podcast to really emphasize all the benefits because there are, I feel like the benefits do outweigh the drawbacks. Um, Yeah, for sure. So during um, the most recent um, episode with Sarah Redfield, who is the prevention coordinator for drug and alcohol abuse, we focus on the social component, which relates to building a strong network that can support you and guide you when you need it. Um, Yeah, so during that conversation, we talked with Red um, all about the effects of substances like drugs and alcohol on our sleep and our memory, especially now during finals. Like, it's important to know these things because, you know, some people may think that, oh, let me, like, take this one thing. It'll help me study for, like, this one week. I just need it for this one week, and then I'll be fine. But you might not be aware of the effects that it might have on your body. So that's why we thought it was important to talk with Red on what it actually is. And we also talked about the concept of gateway drugs. And I really enjoyed this conversation because I never really paid, like, too much thought to gateway drugs. Like, I grew up with the idea that, like, you start out with, like, a lighter drug and then you move on to a harder drug because that's it, like that's what we've been taught. But Red really opened my eyes to thinking it's not really the substance, but it's the, the environment that you're in and the people that you surround yourself with that are kind of the gateway. I definitely agree with that. Um, I also grew up with the idea that like, oh, marijuana is like, it's supposed to be causing you to start other things and like LSD and all of that. But then um, she definitely changed the perspective around a bit. Like I never really thought about it like that. Like, oh, my environment right now could be a gateway drug because I could start doing other things that I'm not accustomed to just solely because of the people that I'm hanging out with not because oh I took marijuana I took marijuana for the first time now I'm going to be doing x y and z I feel like it's being um a little brainwashed a bit like among society thinking that like it's it's um these things that cause you to take the further step I feel like um I feel like people don't necessarily understand that like who you surround yourself has who you surround yourself with has more power than anything else yeah and like your your inner being like your your inner willpower to say no and your inner willpower to not go to that party if you know you know things are going to happen to it then that's kind of what um writes out the future for you you know and it Um, kind of ties in with the confidence episode because it's like you go into these situations that you might be where like where you might be pressured to do something that you don't want and it's oftentimes like you think oh if I don't do this I'm not going to be considered cool or like my friends are going to think that I'm this or that and then they're not going to want to be friends with me anymore so you kind of have to have that confidence in you to say like I don't need to do these things to be cool or like I don't need to do whatever you tell me to do to like be your friend and stuff like that so you know it's a kind of like a big circle moment <laughs> it's kind of like you have to really establish that like understanding amongst yourself that like I don't have to do this for other people this is just my beliefs and you have to be like you have to be like sort of self-disciplined enough to say like 
it doesn't matter. Like, if you don't agree with me, it does not matter. Because I feel like a lot of people, like, want um, assurance. Like, they want other people to agree with them. They need, like, um, validation. So many people need validation. Like, even subconsciously, like, even if you are so confident and, like, so assertive, like, even those those people need validation. Yeah. And it, it takes, like, it's a long process to fully, like, not need validation anymore. Um, and I think, like, when you get to that point is when like gateway drugs and all of that won't affect you as much. Yeah. And when we talked about sleep and memory, I learned some things. I didn't know that every time you have a blackout when you're drinking, that like permanently affects your health and your memory, which is, which is kind of wild to me. Cause you know, it's, it's such a like common concept to say like, Oh, I blacked out last night, whatever. But then it's like, it, it's going to, that blackout is going to stay with you forever, kind of. It's going to stay with your body forever. And, you know, your your memory's affected because when you black out, you forget whatever happened. And those memories are not going to come back. And it's kind of a scary thing to think about. And it's very important to consider it. Yeah, um, I also found For that sure, I found that, um, like... <laughs> Apparently, see, I didn't know this before, but taking like sleeping pills, like melatonin and stuff, like it helps you fall asleep. It gives you this illusion that like, oh, I'm really tired and like you're going to get like, the best sleep ever. But you're actually not falling into I think she mentioned like you're not fully in REM sleep when you're when you're consuming those pills, which um, I really didn't know before. So, um, yeah, I really like that podcast. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a lot to learn. And I loved when she gave the tip on how to avoid being peer pressured. You can just lie sometimes and say someone's, uh, she mentioned someone was trying to ask her to do cocaine with her. And she said, oh, I already did it. I, I already did like, I did it like five minutes ago. So I don't need to do it anymore. And it was just such a funny, but like useful way of getting out of something like this when you don't feel comfortable just, you know, when it's not like your close friends that you really have to like pour your hat out to them and say all this stuff. Sometimes it's just strangers or like, people that you don't really feel close to you can just lie to them and be like oh yeah I already did it I don't need to do I it I feel like um Sarah also mentioned something about how like if you if you if you feel like the need to lie to like your close friends for instance like if you feel like you can tell them the truth but then they'll like lash out on you and they're not actually your friends so yeah. it's like a win-win situation you know like if you do lie like you don't get bothered um, another thing is like if you do lie and you see somebody like reacting badly towards it then you know who your real friends are at the end of the day like you're only winning from the situation because um you see like how your real friends would never act like that so if they do act like that then you know that you have to walk out of that um situation and I feel like um and definitely in college, like my freshman year, I was getting like influenced by so many different things because I came from a really small high school. Um, I was like, I went to a high school for like a hundred students in my grade and it was specialized in business. So it was very like structured. And then I went to Baruch where there was like such an overwhelming amount of students. Like sometimes we couldn't even like walk from like point A to point B because of like how many people there would be. And I would go to some like really crazy like events and like parties like outside of college and um I realized that sometimes when I would tell people like oh I don't drink or like you know I'm not really like I don't really do that like they would all have some sort of 
like pattern with like how they would react like they would all sort of like react the same way like oh like you know like why not like this is just your first time like first couple of times it's it's fine you know like as long as you don't overdo it have three shots have four shots as long as you don't have 10 it's fine and I feel like um people like to say those things because they haven't developed this like maturity yet I feel like things have to be always like talked about for people to understand and I feel like maturity is when you get to a point where you don't have to have a girl explain herself to her, like to you so for instance like if I go to a party and somebody doesn't want to drink I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna ask her to explain herself I'm gonna be like oh okay yeah that's fine like brush it right? off like, that's you, don't you know need... that's her business yeah yeah it's her business like it has nothing to do with you and I think true maturity in society is like when you when you don't need explanations you don't like you don't need a judge you know, you could just, like, yeah. let it go. If you want to do you, and you do you. And especially with taking, like, realizing, I think Red mentioned this as well, realizing that people are going to have different opinions from you. And, like, just because their opinion is different doesn't mean you have to change their mind or it doesn't mean that they're mm-hmm. wrong. So, like, oh, yeah. if, if I, like, I drink occasionally and I don't think that it's it's a bad thing, but someone who doesn't drink at all, I'm not going to be like, well, you have to drink or it's not mm-hmm. bad for you. Why don't you drink? And vice versa, that person who doesn't drink doesn't have to be like, oh, well, you can't drink because it's terrible for you. Like, I don't drink, so you can't drink either. So we have to accept that people have different opinions, people have different thoughts, and none of them, it's like neither one is wrong or right. And we just have to accept that people are different. And that was really also eye-opening from Red. I I wanted to add on to that, that, like, I used to be a person who could not be at peace until I corrected somebody. Like, if somebody would have a strong opinion, I'm like, oh, like, you know, this is not okay, or this is okay. And, like, I didn't agree with that. I, like, I, I felt like I couldn't be at peace until I explained to them an entire five-paragraph essay, introduction, three points, one con- conclusion about why they're wrong. And it comes to a point, like, like I said, maturity, where like you just don't feel you don't have that willpower anymore to explain yourself like you you have to kind of accept that all right like my there's so many components that make me who I am and like every fiber in our body is different than you know somebody else's like I am built very differently I'm wired very differently than Bella is you know and sometimes like we might not see eye to eye like our beliefs might not be synchronized and like that's okay. And like, when you let that go, you will find like, so much peace within yourself, and you'll be a much happier person. And that will reflect like in work in, um, in your personal life, you could tell like, you could really tell when a lot of people are not okay with like hearing different opinions for them, like different opinions, um, they get very bothered at work. And you could, it's very visible. And if you want to be like a forever happy person, like you kind of have to like let that go. So if people are not okay with um like drinking or doing drugs or whatever and you are um that separation has to be there. And I think this that's what we thought. Ex- this yeah. is exactly why I really liked all of our all of our episodes and I think they're so diverse in the topics because I kind of had these concepts like floating around my mind, but now they're like just so solidified and like I can actually apply them to my future and I, I I really enjoyed that you know we had Sharia who's so like work and ethic and structure and organization and like good mental health with organization and then Samantha with like self-love and confidence and being true to yourself and being objective and then Red with like same thing assertiveness and like 
confidence as well and like the intellectual you know like knowing all this information i think you know these concepts are so useful in the future and i'm so happy to have learned them and talked about them because i think that for me i learned the most when i can talk about things not just hearing them but talking about them is so helpful to me so i'm very glad to have had these conversations I agree. I feel like all of our podcasts have been super well-rounded. Um, even, like, I, I'm also a very, like, vocal learner. I, I, I need to hear people speak. Like, for instance, like, if I went through a time when I wouldn't really talk to many people, like, I kind of, um, I was very, like, I limited myself a lot. Like, I would just be in my own space. Like, I would have, like, doors closed and everything. Um, and I realized that, like, I wasn't, I, I didn't understand how assertive people like how crazy assertive people can really be I, I didn't I didn't know that you know and um when I would see people in the podcast like right in front of me like Sarah and Sharia and Samantha when I saw the way that they held themselves I'm like damn like people like her really do exist and it's it's very um inspiring it's um motivating that it's not just like in the computer or in my head, like there's people out there who are like this. And I feel like, especially being like in a pandemic and like being super enclosed that there's everything like online learning and everything, um, we don't get to interact with people other than ourselves and maybe like the two or three friends that we have around. So I think these podcasts really showed us like the different types of people that are out there. Yeah, and I hope everyone watching and listening was able to you know, take away some things as well, because I definitely did, Disha definitely did, so I hope those who are listening also got to take some knowledge away, and to kind of veer into a different direction for, since this is the end of the semester, in terms of some campus updates, so like the club suite, the gym, classes in person, um, in-person events, stuff like that, um, to find out more information, definitely check um, your book emails because all the, the the newest information will be there um, the only thing I know is that the club suite will be open next semester um, which is nice because it was closed because of construction this semester and uh, it would be nice if the gym was open I hope the gym opens um, I hope the clubs um, the different organizations get to hold more in-person events we definitely will so um, stay tuned for that for more in-person events from us and remote events as well. Um, we plan on continuing the podcast as well. So stay tuned for that. For sure. I think that next, next year just has bigger and better things coming for us. Um, I also really wish the gym would open because my gym is all the way in Union Square. So I have not gone there in like a month and I'm still paying its membership. <laughs> um, and yeah, we... Like, if you guys um, ever need, like, a place to hang out or, like, a safe, a safe space um, to ask any questions, I know that my freshman year, like, I would always come here um, because, like, I would always come to the pause office because I knew that, you know, it was very safe. Any of my silly questions would always be, um, would always be answered. Um, and we are located on the third floor. 32401 is our um, suite number. So you guys should come. Yep, and um, if you want to come back, revisit the episodes that we just talked about, um, listen back or listen for the first time, they're available on all podcast platforms, so 
you're more than welcome to take a listen how many times you want and um yeah thanks everyone for coming and listening and joining in on our conversations and we hope you have a great summer thank you so much have a great summer